This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 AM KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, this is Frank, and, have, and we're here on a good Friday night. It's particularly good tonight because my man Mauricio is back, so we're back up. Woo! We're back up to full force. We were only operating at half speed, and now we're getting going to start the year with full speed. Mauricio's back. Means we got our video, we got our Facebook, and hello, Facebook, and, and we're going to rock and roll tonight with a lot of topics and we got Frank from Tennessee on the line, and we got we got Francis Riley, and we got Mauricio, and we got a great show to put on for you tonight. So, you know, you can call us in at 281-558-5738. All right, what shall we talk about tonight? There's a couple of things. Well, I think I'd like to start off with where I left off. Frank from Tennessee, are you there? I'm here, buddy. How are you? I'm good, my friend. How's everything in the great state of Tennessee? Oh, it's a little chilly up here tonight, but everything's good. Good. You hold down the fort there because we're going to need you down here at the Alamo, okay? <laughs> well, I'm, on, I'm on my way. Yeah, we're going to need you sooner <laughs> rather than later. All right, well, we're gonna, what I wanted to talk about from last week was I talked a little bit about the Keystone Pipeline, and, and I got questions uh, on this thing, and... I want to pose them to you, and you can think about them. And if you want to talk about it after I talk a little bit, you can call us at 281-558-5738. But here's the question. You know, we've heard all about the Keystone Pipeline and, 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 and how it's being done for environmental purposes. What a bunch of BS. I don't know a pipeline anywhere in this country that creates any environmental problems unless one of them breaks, and that's the cost of doing business. And so, but, but let's put that aside. This, this particular pipeline, which was running down, bringing Canadian oil and also picking oil up in North Dakota and bringing it down to the refineries in the Gulf Coast of the United States, you know, the heartbeat of America in terms of the oil industry and, and in the energy business, this pipeline was the state of the art, providing 10,000 jobs Guys making and girls making, you know, 250 grand a year to be able to support their families. And for some political stroke of the pen, these jobs are gone. And, they, and there'll be a long time coming back. They're going to take all the supplies that they have and build in that pipeline and sell it for scrap. And what, what, let's talk about the couple different aspects of this. Once they do that, how does that help America? By having that pipeline, that America became it was the was a valve of energy for both the United States as well as the world, and that's where you want to be unless you don't believe in America first. If you believe in America last, let's go and tear down the energy business. The other issue with this is is, is as follows: what the Canadians are going to do, and they already started doing it, was build a pipeline that runs to the west and and the outlet for that would be around vancouver british columbia and there they'll tanker the oil down by boat they'll tanker it i don't know how that makes it more environmentally safe but they're going to tanker it down they can take it tanker it down to san diego and then bring it to a refinery somewhere or they can sell it to guess who the wuhan people I mean the the communist Chinese folks, and and so and so the Wuhan people uh, will now be able to get energy, energy, energy that should be coming to the United States to keep us energy independent. Instead, making us more energy potentially dependent on the Middle East and on foreign oil sources, particularly as in addition with the, to the XL pipeline, cutting uh, cutting off any leasing and permitting on federal lands, which includes federal waters, which means the Gulf of Mexico, which means anywhere off the coast of the United States beyond 
the the um, state territorial sea or the territorial sea in Texas, 12 miles, other places it's three miles. This is ridiculous. This is insanity. But here's the, here's the real kicker. They talk about it for environmental purposes. But, you know, I had to think back to my youth, and I, and I remembered that there was a coal slurry pipeline that was being built by Enron. And that coal slurry pipeline, which is basically, you know, you mix coal and they put water and they, they, they can transport it by pipeline instead of by what? Instead of by rail. Now, all that oil from Canada, is still, there's a bunch of it still going to come to the United States, but instead of going by pipeline, it'll go by rail. Instead of going from North Dakota to, to the Gulf Coast by pipeline, it'll go by rail. Now, let me see here. Who is the biggest owner of the rail line? B Burlington Northern, BNSF, in the United States. Who owns that rail line? Oh, yeah, I remember. It's Berkshire Hathaway, and it's... Uh, our friend Warren Buffett. Now I've got nothing personally involved with Warren Buffett, pro or con. I think he's a genius financially, but I also do know this. I also know that he was a good, big contributor to Obama, and I also know that he got a Medal of Freedom or one of these medals that the presidents give out at the end of the Obama administration. And now he's got himself a railroad to transport all this oil instead of a pipeline, which was in competition. And when I say I remember back to Enron and the coal slurry pipeline, in that particular case, the railroads tried to block that pipeline by entering into agreements between themselves to try to block the pipeline by taking over the land that was that was, the pipeline was supposed to travel across. And the, when I was a young lawyer, they... they uh, they brought a lawsuit. It was an antitrust suit. And guess what? We won. And it settled. And so they didn't need to go through all that this time. They learned by their mistake. All they had to do was contribute money to the swamp creatures. And now they've got themselves a cancellation of a pipeline, a cancellation of American jobs, and they got themselves a nice rolling stock railroad that's going to transport that same oil that's going to be burned and refined in the Gulf Coast, but this time by rail. What do you got to say about any of that, Francis Riley? I, I was just in shock. How, how does that help the environment? <laughs> We're going to well, go from an enclosed pipeline to, a, to an enclosed uh, rail car. Well, well, yeah, when the rail cars get into an accident or something, we got as much of a mess and more likely a mess than we do when we have a pipeline break. The point is, it's ridiculous. It makes no sense. The only way it makes sense is to follow the money. Mm -hmm. Follow the money. And that's what's going on. And this is what makes me sick about the way our politics work. And what really bothers me the most is those, those, those men and women and their families who are losing jobs that pay them $150,000 to $250,000 a year. Now, now, don't get me wrong. They work for it. But, but but they're working hard for it. They're working hard for the money, but that's what they want to do. And now you've just, in a stroke of a pen, they're out of business. They got no jobs. And then they say, well, you can be retrained sometime to go do a windmill. Uh, well, we don't live in the Netherlands. We don't live in <laughs> Holland. You know, I, don't, I mean, there's some windmills out there, but what are these guys going to do? We're going to come back after this break. Uh, call us at 281-558-5738. We'll continue the conversation and pick, pick it up with Frank from Tennessee when we get back. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. What's worse than a roof that leaks? A roof that leaks after you've spent hundreds of dollars to repair it. This is Deb Tejada from Tejas Roofing and Contracting, Houston's number one roofing and contracting company. We get calls all the time from people who have used fly-by-night contractors to repair their storm damage. They spend a day on the roof, collect your money, and you never hear from them again. And the roof still leaks. Why put yourself through that? Use a contractor with a verifiable history of experience. Tejas Roofing and Contracting, A-plus rated by the BBB, certified master elite contractors with GAF. Our experienced crews have been working together, repairing and replacing roofs in Houston for over 37 years. This work is top-notch and the roof won't leak. 
The cleanup is second to none. You won't even know we've been there. Go to TejasRoofing.com or call us at 281-251-0304. When you need roofing repairs, a new roof or remodeling, call us at Tejas Roofing. 281-251-0304. For many years, the Pine Box has been helping families gain insight into the often confusing and extremely expensive task of arranging a loved one's funeral. I have worked with Pine Box in the death of two family members because I know I can trust Chip Beresford at the Pine Box. He's the owner. To be sure that he walks me through that process and that I am prepared for the funeral and that I get the quality I seek without breaking the budget. Because it's a very difficult thing. No one wants to feel like a cheapskate handling a funeral of a loved one. But you also can't afford to go broke either. You know, funerals are statistically the third largest expense in someone's life. The Pine Box sells the same caskets and funeral merchandise that is offered at funeral homes, but at a tremendous savings, and delivery is immediate and free within the Houston area. Stop by one of the three Houston locations or visit their website, thepinebox.com, or call Chip directly at 1-888-PINE-BOX. That's 1-888-PINE-BOX. I trusted them, and you can. The Pine Box. Good morning, class. A quick head count. Tiffany. Here. Zach. Yup. Steven. Is he absent again? For many kids, just getting to school feels like a challenge. Staying through graduation, even harder. That's where Communities and Schools comes in. We're inside schools every day, empowering at-risk kids by helping them overcome barriers that stand in the way of learning. Communities and Schools. We're in schools to help kids stay in school. See how we help all kids succeed at communitiesandschools.org. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. We back. <laughs> Mama's got a squeeze box she wears on her chest. But when daddy comes home, he never gets no rest. Cause she's playing all night. And the music's all right. Mama's got a squeeze, but daddy never sleeps at night. All right, Steve, let's rock and roll with the with the news. Okay. So, Frank from Tennessee, what do you think about all that XL pipeline stuff that I'm talking about? Well, well, you hit on a lot of good points there, Frank. But I think I think the reality that I'd like for the listeners to kind of think about is that. The Keystone Pipeline is considered an environmental hazard, not because it's a hazard, but because it transports oil, the fossil fuels that people believe it contaminates the environment. So it's kind of a thing. But no one's thinking about, hey, we're not getting rid of the vehicles, the equipment and things that burn oil. We're just saying we're going to get rid of a pipeline. And this oil is still going to transport to the Gulf Coast. That's where the refineries are. It's uh, in our day of uh, technology. It costs too much to build a new refinery, so there's virtually no new refineries being built. Exactly. And, but this, this is another thing that I was thinking about today. The oil is going to the Gulf Coast. You're 100% correct on that. It doesn't matter whether it's by pipeline, by ship, by highway. Everybody wants to see a bunch of 18-wheelers running down the highway carrying 25,000 pounds of oil, you know. Uh, well, wait wait uh, a minute, Frank. I know I, I know, Mr. Busby's out there with his cards. He'll be, like, looking for some cases. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But, but but this is the thing. You think about this. They're they're talking about canceling the border wall. We won't, we'll talk about that later. But also canceling, they've already canceled the pipeline. Can you imagine the number of multimillion-dollar contracts have been awarded to construction companies doing all the different elements and peripheral part of building that pipeline, and there's... Billions of dollars in jobs. There's ter- but there's termination damages 
have got to be paid. The government is going to end up paying out hundreds of millions of dollars to these construction companies yes. because they terminated their contract. Yes. And for what? This is this is money thrown away, Frank. This is madness. It, it, it's madness. And and you know it's it's like you look and say okay. We've got a pipeline, let's say it's a third of the way across the country, whatever percent it is, and all of a sudden we're going to say, stop, we've got an empty pipe running from here back up to the Canadian border, yeah. and we're and we're going to use this thing, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll put water in it and let kids slide down through it. I don't know. <laughs> no, man, these guys that conceive this are probably going to put marijuana vapor in it and all sit at the end of the pipeline. <laughs> You know, they're going to be taking yeah. a big toke yeah. on the well, Keystone you know, Pipeline. Maybe, <laughs> Super Bowl. Maybe, maybe, maybe they can hook an air compressor up <laughs> to it and blow bags through it. I don't exactly. Know. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I, I read you, Frank, and I agree with you. It's absolute madness, and it's not just the money that, that is involved with the, the poor folks that are losing these good-paying jobs, and they're union folks, okay? I mean, and, 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 and they're, you know, they're craftsmen. Yeah. You know, Frank, this is one thing. Let me interrupt you for just sure. a second. This sure. is one This is one thing that I don't understand. There was a guy on the news the other day they were interviewing that worked for the pipeline, and I'm not arguing about his position or anything, but he worked for a union that his union supported Biden, knowing good and well that Biden was going to cancel the pipeline. This worker refused to not. He said, no, I'm not going to talk about the union. This is a labor problem. When you can't see that the people that you're supporting is supporting the person who is going to put you out of business, you've got a problem. Yeah, but it was the uh, union management that, and but the rank and file was mostly uh, voting for Trump. But the but you're right, the management of the union was endorsing Biden. But again, I would suggest on that follow the money. There was money. Yeah, there's yeah. money. There's money in being exchanged somewhere. But you know the thing is here. This is a classic circumstance of, of, of they choosing the rail cars over the over the pipeline because it's political payback and it makes me sick. And and it this is. this is not caring about the American worker. This is people will ask me if I'm a Republican or a Democrat. I say I'm not either one. I'm a I'm about believing in the in the country and I'm about believing in the people and I'm about jobs for the people and I'm about jobs for the for the craftsmen, and I'm about jobs all the way up the line. I'm a, I want to uh, make America a strong country, and they need to have people like those folks that were able to work on that pipeline, like the ones who work in the refineries on the Gulf Coast, like the ones who work, the ones who work in the coal mines, the ones who work in the coal mines in West Virginia, the ones who work offshore on the platform. These are the heartbeat of America. They are the backbone of the country. There's people like this in your neck of the woods and and in Alabama. These folks go to work every day. They produce. They produce money for their families. They pay their bills. They pay their taxes. And we're and they're trying to destroy it. And I say no. So who wants to who, who wants to talk well, about well, that? Well, let me just jump in. <laughs> Everybody acts like this is the first pipeline from Canada. Oh, no, there's many. What about the rest of them? Yeah. Uh, are they are they uh, environmental hazards? We're going to dig those up? I mean, this is not the first day in school. These people in Washington are acting like children and fools. Because they are. <laughs> okay. We got I mean, I mean, you got uh, Ocasio-Cortez. I, mean, I don't Was that her name? Yes. Okay. Uh, AOC. I don't know what, what, what she is, but she's a child. Mentally, she's a child. And, and, and that's fine. Children need to grow up, though. And when they and and they don't need to get paid their salary from Congress, they need to get a real job and and learn what it's like to make a payroll and learn what it's like when you can't make the payroll. And then maybe you'll understand what it's like when it's taken away by a stroke of a pen because of political BS. Anyway, let's take Lisa on line one. Lisa, hello. Yeah, I guess I'm going to say the obvious. Uh, is why does Obama have a twenty million dollar house decided huh. ocean? Because because uh, his his uh, is environmental. His, no, no, I had this question once in a case I handled, and and it was about people what? that it was about people that were in uh, Indonesia and they were on trial in Singapore, and they said, well, how is it you could afford such a big house and own a hotel in Singapore when you only made five hundred dollars a month? The guy right. and the testimony was. My wife is very frugal, so Michelle must be very frugal. That's how they got that house. <laughs> oh, 
everything is a joke for these idiots. And Mr. Why is ATB against Mr. Pillow? Well, because Mr. Pillow, uh, I, know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why. A- company. I know ATB, who they are. HSN, I know. TVC, both on Newsmax. I know. News today. I know. But they're against him because it's the it, it, he's, a, he's he's a, against he's against uh, election fraud. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. No, you can't even say those words. You're going to be canceled right now because you said election fraud. I didn't. I, 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 I didn't say. I didn't say election fraud. Gods of the media. I didn't say it. But I will say it because we still don't have an answer to it. HUB is a conservative Texas place, right? I don't know. Do you know the owners of HEB? Yeah. Yeah, we know who they are. Yeah, I know. Okay. Are they? They're a good family. They're a good family, but obviously their their management is being influenced by the. Yeah, I'm not shopping there, and I'll make sure I'll tell everyone else not to shop there because I want the reason why they canceled this guy because who had drug problems when he was young, who is doing good for a lot of people. I understand, and it, it was because he chose to support Trump, and election fraud, and because he chose to support Trump, just like they tried to cancel the guy at Goya Beans. In fact, oh, in cancel in fact, exactly. I understand, and that and that's the way. I, you know, people ask me what can be done when they ha- want to object to what's been going on uh, in this. Co- come on TV and say, well, well I hate Mr. Lindell. Uh, I don't know. No, but Lisa, hey, I don't get it. Lisa, I mean, the thing is, people can people can take the Gandhi approach. People, you know, I don't believe I don't believe violence. I, I, I don't be, hold, on, hold on, Lisa. No. You, you're from India. Uh, you'll know what I'm talking about here. You can do two things when you're facing the empire. You can either try to fight them uh, uh, with violence, and we don't believe in violence. We're not absolutely no no violence. Hold on, at all. hold on. But yeah. but but yeah. Ga- but Gandhi was able to get the English Empire, the strongest country, I mean empire in the world at that time, to basically come to its knees by the people just voicing themselves with dignity about these issues. Hold on, hold on Lisa. Hold on Lisa, but what I'm going to what I'm about to say is we're we're voicing ourselves with dignity. I don't know. I'm not calling for this, but I know that people in other countries have national strikes. I know that people in other countries decide not to go to work. Can you imagine if there was a national strike in the United States of 75 million people who just didn't like the, because they haven't gotten the answer to the outcome of the election? I'm not calling for that. I'm just, no, I'm just saying. It could happen. I'm just saying people could do that if they wanted to. What do you got to say? Hold on, Lisa. Let's take let's the Francis Riley talk. What do you have to say, Francis, about well, what Lisa's talking well, well, about? Well, Lisa, they, they've got these activist groups that don't like Trump, and so they go and they pressure companies like H-E-B, and say, if you don't, you know, bend to our will, we're not going to shop at your store. And these weak backbone grocers and other shop owners, they just, they just wilt. And, 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 what about the $2 billion BML things that happened a year ago that they all supported? Well, what I hear now is that uh, Black Lives Matter, you're talking about... It, supported the BL, BLM people burning everything down. I, I understand, but I mean, I understand also that they're going to be nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. That came out today, that Black Lives Matter is being nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. What peace did they actually bring? They didn't bring us peace. They brought us... They brought Two us, billion dollars. They brought us... More than that, Lisa, they brought us racial separation rather than racial unification. BLM did not speak to racial unification. They were separating us by races. They were separating us by color. They were separating us by gender. They were separating us by, 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 our, by our religious beliefs. They were not I, trying to unite the country. Yeah. So how I do they get, why should they be nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize? No, when the guy have, who, H- uh, have H-E-B guys come on your show and tell why they... Oh, that poor soul, Mr. Lindell, who's helping drug addicts. Uh, tell, ask, tell him why they did that to him. Well, I'm glad that you voiced this tonight, Lisa. Thanks for the okay, call. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. I enjoyed you. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to a break. We'll come back after the break, and we'll pick it up from there.
conservative talk radio kscv 700 am the voice of texas so do you need a stair or work platform or scaffolding solution that is turnkey and easy to assemble do you need to get over around or under some equipment you can avoid costly fabrication engineering and time delays with erect step erect step is your simple stair solution made in the usa and osha compliant their patented prefabricated stair and platform system is modular and can be installed by anybody all you need is a wrench no need for special equipment tools or hot permits five in-stock components let you assemble erect a step to meet any configuration their customers love erect a step it's a real solution that can be configured and installed fast get in touch with them today contact them today to claim your free safety consultation custom field measurement and their professionally designed solutions because it's in stock you can order today and install it tomorrow go to simplestairs.com go to simplestairs.com to get a fast detailed configuration that fits your specific needs today this is the solution you've been looking for simplestairs.com that's simplestairs.com want to get really growing arborgate soil complete and arborgate blend provide a one-two punch that simply works 80 percent of a plant's success rate depends on what's below the ground start with organic soil complete it's handcrafted from organic materials including vegan compost rose soil and expanded shale perfect for your beds or containers and is available by bulk or in bags then feed your plants with our organic blend plant food it's time released and will not burn made with composted poultry litter organic matter calcium molasses and 11 species of mycorrhizal fungi sound delicious your plants will think so this powerful organic combo designed especially for gardening success in our area will energize your green thumb as never before so head out to the arbor gate located in tomball on fm 2920 a mile and a half west of highway 249 or visit us online at arborgate.com Catch Chris X Radio weekdays at 4, right here on AM 700 KSEV. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has refused to work with Senator Ted Cruz regarding the GameStop Robin Hood issue. She claims he almost had her murdered on January the 6th during the Capitol Hill riot. She's also the same person who said this. What if I like my mustache? You ever think about that? These people are running our government. Chris X Radio, weekdays 4 till 6, right here on The Voice of Texas. Got a few things happening on the north side of town. 45 North Freeway inbound just after Cypresswood Hallsworth. There's a three-car accident blocking the left lane. Also on the 45 North inbound at uh, uh, southbound at Tamino Research Forest. We have a two-car accident blocking the right lane and shoulder. And on the 59 East X Freeway outbound just before North Park, we have a two-car accident blocking the center and left lane. That's a look at traffic. I'm Stephen K for KCB AM 700, the voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. The band. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's get going here. We got more topics to cover. Uh, Frank, you got Frank from Tennessee. You got any further comments you want to make? Well, I don't have any further comments, and I think you're, maybe we can talk for a minute about this massive number of executive orders that have been signed. Yep, and, uh, I got them. I, I got them sitting in I, front of me here. That's what we're going uh, Okay, I just there. Look, I would like for the people just to think about. Don't just look at I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican or I'm a Biden fan or I hate Trump or what. Look at what's going on and what's good for the country. And one of those orders that that Biden has signed is he is reversing the ban on sending taxpayers' dollars to a foreign country to fund a nonprofit organization that. Uh, supports abortions. Now, I'm not going to get on a pedestal about abortion being right or wrong. I, that's not what this is about. It's that, is this what we need the President of the United States to be spending his time on 
of I'm going to send our taxpayer dollars to a foreign country to fund a nonprofit organization to support abortions. Well, yeah, if you know if you're a globalist, you're going to support everybody. In fact, you know, we're going to join we're going to join the Paris Peace Accord so we can support the the polluters, China, and I'm sorry to say India is a big polluter, so we can pay for their pollution. And right. I mean, so we go through let's talk about what you're saying, Frank. You're absolutely on point, but we'll take some of these executive orders. I'm just going to run through some, you know, re-engage with the World Health Organization. Now, why the heck would we do that when we've gotten no We've gotten no answers to why the World Health Organization misled us along with China concerning this. Uh, we're not supposed to say the China virus anymore. There was, I think, an executive order on that. Uh, you can't use those I, I words. Think there's, I, I think there's an executive order now that you're not, you can't refer to that as a China virus. There so is, there, there is <laughs> but, I, but I, don't work, I don't work for the government, and, and I work for the free state of Texas here. I'm, that's where I'm based, and I'm going to say... China virus, okay, or Wuhan, <laughs> Wuhan virus, okay, and so, and so, in in this free state of Texas, I'm saying Wuhan virus, and so why would we reengage? What did the World Health Organization ever do for us? Nada. Let's talk about another one. C- create a position of COVID nineteen response coordinator. I think we got about twenty of those, and none of them seem to know what the hell they're doing, no matter who they are. Rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement. What does that do for the United States except make our energy more expensive, make us have to do meet certain goal lines that other countries are not meeting? We're already producing less emissions than most of these other countries. We're, we're way down in all that. We're, we're being environmentally conscious all the time. So what are we doing for that? Not, that we get nothing out of that. We already talked about the pipeline. Ask agencies to extend eviction and foreclosure moratoriums. I kind of am okay with that. Ask education department to extend the student loan pause. I don't have any comment about that. All I do know is that if I had a student loan and they were going to cancel student loans, that's not what this says, but that's where they're going with this, that uh, I'd want, if I've already paid my loan, I'd be asking for a refund. Then they have launched an initiative to advance racial equity and end the 1776 Commission. Now, this one bothers me, because, and I think it'll bother you, both Frank and uh, Francis. Um, 1776 Commission was set up by Trump in order to combat the false information of that New York Times project concerning American history. Why is it wrong to teach American history according to what happened? I don't get it. But this is one of the first things this guy does. And launch an initiative to advance racial equity. It doesn't say equality. The difference is it's a different word. Equity sounds in, in terms of uh, reparations, racial equity. It sounds like a redistribution of resources, land, and property. And that's what's behind that phrase, racial equity. So don't be fooled by these phrases that these fancy... Uh, uh, Ivy League uh, craftsmen, uh, I don't even really want to call them craftsmen, most of them are fools, but these fancy Ivy League fool craftsmen, word merchants, do with this stuff. But that behind that is, 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 is not something that is good for races or not good for the country. Revoke an order that aims to exclude undocumented immigrants from the census. Now, I want to know this. Why should we be counting undocumented immigrants in certain states in order to give them more congressional representation when the undocumented immigrants aren't supposed to be here anyway and they haven't gone through the process that so many uh, Hispanics and, 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 other, and other folks have gone through in order to become American citizens. Why should they be counted in order to increase the number of congressional uh, seats? Can somebody answer me that? You got any comment on that, Francis or Frank? I, I, I'm just listening to this list. You know, Frank... Americans are leaders. We're entrepreneurs. We're innovators. I don't know who these clowns in Washington who think they are. We're not victims and we're not followers. We don't need to join the Paris Climate Accord. We need to lead the world in, in running fuel efficient and environmentally sensitive countries, our, our states. This is nonsense. Absolutely nonsense. It is nonsense. Here's one. Preserve and fortify DACA, which helps dreamers. I don't even know what that means. 
and that that thing that was trying to be worked out by Trump with regarding all that. But I, you know, I have no idea what that memorandum is. Require masks and distancing on all federal property by federal workers. I guess except if you're federal workers in the White House, okay? And what that means, what 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 good that's doing, I don't really know. But you know, that's another one. We had to sign that right away on January twentieth. Reverse the travel ban targeting primary Muslim countries. Now, that's an executive order on January 20th. Now, look, 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 let's not be stupid here. This was not a targeting of Muslim countries. This was a targeting of countries that had a problem with uh, Islamic extremism. And, of course, they're going to be mostly Muslim countries. But it's not directed toward the Muslims in general. It's directed toward countries that happen to have a problem with Muslim extremism. And why wouldn't you want to have a travel ban? And if you notice, we haven't really had, while Trump was in office, a big problem with any kind of extremism going on in the United States from the from the point of view of Muslim extremism. I mean, he got rid of ISIS. Everything's been pretty calm on that front. Now we only have these American extremists. And they say, well, American extremists are white supremacists. No, I'm talking about the American extremists who are burning down Portland, Oregon, and burning down Seattle, and burning down and Chicago, and burning down New York and destroying the infrastructure of this country. Those are extremists, too. Let's talk about those extremists. Why can't we talk about those extremists? Chaz. Cha- Chad or Chad. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever it's called. The chap. <laughs> <laughs> Stop construction of the border wall. What a brilliant idea. I mean, are you kidding me? Since we put up the border wall, at least we've had some order in terms of the immigration. And I'm not anti-immigration. I'm the product of immigration. But I'm the product of... Legal immigration. I'm a product of people who believed in the country. I, and, of course, when you have just an open border like that, you get, you get a lot of, a lot of uh, folks who are escaping their country, not for the purposes of just coming to America, but for the purposes of avoiding either the long arm or the law in their own country or the, for the purpose of, of commit, uh, committing mischief in this country when you don't have legal immigration, when you don't have interviewing of people and Anyway, I don't understand stop the border wall construction. Combat discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity. I mean, I think there's no question about that. But, I mean, if you're telling me that we got to pay for transgender operations in the military, which is where we are now that they've allowed transgenders in the military, I got a question about that. Nobody's paid for my plastic surgery. You know how good I look, but I but I but I haven't had any plastic surgery. But if I were gonna have some plastic surgery, which I desperately probably need, I, I, nobody's gonna pay for it but me. <laughs> I don't know why our military has to pay for somebody to be sexually transgendered or whatever they do with all that. You got any comments on any of this stuff, boys? How how well, does any of this make the military stronger? How's it make us safer? How's it make us better? How does it make us richer? We fire people. We, we, we dumb down everything on, on the basis of some agenda that nobody understands. Right. Well, well somebody I, understands I, it. I, yeah. yeah, Frank, go ahead. Hey, hey buddy, I was just going to make a comment there. I was thinking about today as I was reading these executive orders. Most of them have about three triple negatives in them, so I can't figure out what they're reversing and what what they're going forward with. So that's I'm, because I'm that's, bit, because, that's because I, you didn't I, go to Harvard, I, okay? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little I'm a little bit handicapped on that. But one of the things that uh, I, of course I work in the uh, defense industry, and uh, we have a lot of work in the defense industry and the uh, highway department of contracts being set aside for woman-owned businesses. So all of a sudden, I got to thinking we're in a we're in a new uh, gender neutral society now. So you can't you can't set aside a contract anymore for a woman owned company because they can't be woman owned. They got to be neutral. So this is how absurd our country has gotten to with this far left agenda. That and then we got somebody you know that doesn't even seem to be able to think the very idea. That we got a president of the United States that thinks one of his key obligations in the first few days of his presidency is to sign some type of a transgender executive order is absolutely absurd. And I'm not talking about the people. I'm not talking about 
the gays or the heterosexuals or whatever you want to, you know, I'm just talking about what is important in this country? What is our president's job? Why are we, Frank, why are we defining ourselves this way? Well, I mean, I mean, a person is transgender, whatever. That's their business. I don't, I don't care one way or the other. If they're, if they're doing their job and everybody's working, that's fine. But why are we saying we got to do something special about that and make, and make, and make do something special in the military to pay for such operations? But the military's gone to hell anyway, Frank, because they're making everybody be reoriented and redoctrinated, and they can't say America first or make America great again because we're not supposed to do that. That's some kind of white supremacy, supremacy, which is a total bunch of BS. The best fighters in this country that fought for America first, many of them, not the, the best, but some of the best, are, are not white. They're black and they're Hispanic, and they fight for this country because they believe in freedom. They're Americans. They're Americans, and that's exactly right, Francis. They're Americans, and that's the point. And, that's, and they're trying to divide us by our race and our religion and our color. And we're just not going to have any of it, are we? Call yeah, us well, at 281 We're going to commercial. 281 and we'll pick it back up. The Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays at 3 and again at 7 on The Voice of Texas, AM 700 KSEV. Hi, this is Rona from Skeeter's Auto Service. We are so excited about our new highly effective additives and fuel induction services. They're specially formulated to actually restore that light new drivability to your engine's performance. At Skeeter's Auto Service, we're committed to integrity and devoted to quality. Give us a call, 281-469-1152. Thunderbolt Motors and Transmissions. Thunderbolt's been rebuilding and supercharging engines in Houston for 85 years. And it's the first place I send folks who need an engine overhaul or want to replace their engine or transmission altogether. Thunderbolt tests each engine rebuilt thoroughly to make sure it's running right. Thunderbolt Motors and Transmissions is 713-923-8888 or online it's tboat.net. 713-923-8888. Thunderbolt Motors and Transmissions. If you're looking to sell or buy a home and in need of the best realtors out there, look no further than the Matthews team at REMAX Legends. Ronnie and Kathy Matthews have instilled in each and every team member their hard work and honest values, and believe me, it's paid off. This incredible team's agents has an average tenure of over 10 years, so it's clear that the Matthews team truly knows the Houston area market and what it takes to get a home sold quickly. They're employee-owned. They care about their clients, and they always go the extra mile to ensure that each sale and purchase is seamless and smooth. The Matthews team are the number one REMAX team in Texas and have been for over 20 years. Call the Matthews team at 281-440-7900 or see for yourself and go online at ronnieandkathy.com. They sell over 900 homes a year and they know every inch of the buying and selling market in the greater Houston area. Call the Matthews team. I chose them as my realtor and you should too. The Matthews team and REMAX Legends, your realtor for life. 281-440-7900. That's 281-440-7900. Hi, I'm Dr. Gordon Christensen. When I became a dentist, I learned how quickly poor oral health can lead to other serious health problems. And for people without access to care, these problems can spiral very quickly. I wanted to help, so I joined Dental Lifeline Network. Right now, there's a wait list for patients in need in your community. I'm asking fellow dentists who will join me in seeing one patient per year. To learn more, visit willyouseeone.org. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at houstonmethodist.org slash stay healthy. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Uh-oh. Here we go. I ain't a fear my horse. You should always find you gotta saddle up your horse. You gotta draw a hard line. 
Post Fiddles in a victory tour and we'll all be back at the local saloon. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces and whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. <laughs> my men, beer for my horses. Anyway, we're back. God bless Texas. God bless Texas is right. And I got to say, I I said this on Facebook, and I've not always been a a, a complete fan of Abbott, but I'm not against him. But I was proud of him this week, and I was proud of Paxton, where they, they took our National Guard out of Washington, so they just weren't ornaments for some ridiculousness that was going on up there. And, and, they filed a lawsuit. I saw that where they for the workers that are being put out of jobs because of this ridiculous order about not doing any more permitting for drilling on federal lands. They filed a lawsuit. Texas is leading the way again. One of these days, they're going to get a court that will finally let people have a hearing and put this stuff in the record. They sure as heck wouldn't do it with the election, but they're going to do it with this. And you know what? You're just seeing the government file these lawsuits. Wait till the private lawyers get involved with these lawsuits. Then you're going to see the real, uh, the real sparks fly because we don't work for the government. We work for the people and our clients. And, of course, we get paid at the end of the day. But that doesn't matter. These are issues that go beyond that. These are issues that need to be brought up. They need to be fought. And there's no better place to do it than fight these kind of issues in Texas courts, which go to the Fifth Circuit Court of, the P- Court of Appeals and then go directly to the United States Supreme Court. These, these are not state court issues. So, you know, we're going to see what happens with all that. Anyway, I was proud of them. I was proud of them for pulling the troops out of there, and, along with other states. I mean, uh, Florida did it, and, uh, and uh, what was it? New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. New Hampshire did it. Tennessee, you're you're falling behind. You need to get your troops out of there. Uh, they'll be out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the Andrew Jackson state. <laughs> right. Well, no, they're gonna take an Andrew Jackson now off the twenty dollar bill. Not in Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna they're going they're, they're going not in Tennessee. Probably not. Well, they're probably gonna print their own currency. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, you know, so these are the kinds of things that I'm just like. Uh, Got me kind of upset. There's, a kind of, there's something else I want to talk about. We don't have much time left here. You can call us if you want at 281-558-5738. But we've been talking a lot, so we haven't gotten to a lot of the calls. Uh, let's see. I wanted to talk about this. Uh, we were talking about it the other day. I mean, when we were walking in here, Francis, we were talking about, oh, well, this is just an I'm just going to mention this. I don't really like to talk about it. But China is now requiring... COVID-19 tests be taken by anal swab. Uh, I mean, they were already bending us over all over the place, China, and now, and now they've got to do this. This is part of their, their, their probing of the U.S. So, I, I mean, I think we ought to just, like, tell them to go to hell on this one. I can say hell, can I? Steve? Okay. <laughs> I got to get cleared by my sensor. And then, and then we you know, this is the one I really wanted to talk about was Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci, Anthony Fauci, he's funded research related to the pandemic. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? How about that? That Fauci funded research related to the pandemic. And and basically, what's the phrase, Fra- uh, Francis, you told me it before. It was a, it's a strange fra- phrase. But what it does is he was funding research to make viruses hyper-contagious in order to find out how you could fight them. And they stopped this research. What's the word? Gain of function. Gain of function. That's a great <laughs> word. Gain of function. Gain of function to kill you is what it is. And what they did was they would do. They couldn't do it in the U.S. anymore after, what was it, 20, 2014? Right. 2014, Obama bans it, and so Fauci subcontracts it to Wuhan. He subcontracts it to Wuhan, and they start playing around with this. Now, explain to me why we needed to do that. And what they are doing is taking different species, 
which is always a strange thing when you're mixing species. And so they're taking the, the bats and they're mixing them with ferrets uh, viruses and they come up with these other genetically engineered viruses in order to see how they can find out how to combat them. Well, it wasn't naturally occurring. It's not a naturally occurring thing. They're creating these Frankenstein monsters and then they unleashed it on the world by not being careful enough. And you know what? I don't know. There might be some creative lawyer out there that might just decide whether or not Dr. Fauci has a private company that did that because they might be responsible. But I don't know that, and I'm not accusing him of anything, but it might be interesting to see where that trail you leads. Think, you think Fauci's related to that guy Mengel? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I know I one's Italian, one's German. I, I'm just asking the question. I would say more like Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Frank in Tennessee. Frank in Tennessee. What do you got to say about any of that? Man, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't have anything to say about Fauci, okay? I mean, I just, this guy has said everything possible on both sides of the lane, and I think he's been incorrect 90% of the time. Yeah, but what, so, what, what do you got? What do you think about what I just told you about him having this private thing going on where he's subcontracted out this work over at the Wuhan virus? Oh, no, I don't think uh, that's possible. He's, he, he's not smart enough to do that. <laughs> well, he might be. Well, maybe he was dumb enough to do it, and the problem is it, it, he was dumb enough to give it to people that couldn't handle the job and it, got, and it escaped. And that well, I know, it, that is true. I mean, that is yeah. exactly what happened. Well, I believe that. I, uh, but I, I just uh, I, I don't know about that man. I just, I just don't have much to say about him. Okay. Because, uh, you sound like Forrest not, Gump. But he's in that's, charge. That's all, I, that's all I got to say about that. that you sound like Forrest Gump. <laughs> what about this? We'll change subjects on you. We're going to a different subject. Two minutes. And uh, we got two minutes to go, but we'll just make this comment. Uh, well, there's two things here. One is this. Cheney, how about this? Cheney up there in Wyoming is getting a hard time. And G- Gates is going up there to Wyoming to uh, to uh, basically uh, tell her why she doesn't represent the people of Wyoming since only 10% of Republicans up there seem to endorse her anti-Trump stance. What ridiculousness. She's like number three in the, in the, in the congressional uh, caucus, and she's talking against Trump who brought them into power and they, they didn't lose in this election in either the Congress or the Senate. What a, what a ridiculousness. This is all swamp creature activity. Uh, and- I wonder if her dad's proud of her. Yeah, well, her dad would probably be proud of her because he was for all this global war. Well, that's probably stuff. true. But here's one more thing I want you to think about. We'll pick it up next week. That the State Department documents reveal that the Pence chief of staff referred Biden, a guy uh, Biden, uh, a fellow named Frank Luntz, for the secretary role. So, so why are we? Why is Pence's staff? And it turns out that this Frank Luntz fella was a good friend of Hunter Biden. Think about that during the next week, and we'll we'll end this show on that. Frank from Tennessee, thanks for being on. Francis, thank you, and Facebook, thank you. And we'll pick it up there. But think until next week. Why would we be doing that? Well, thank you, Frank. Thank you. And Mauricio is back. All right, the king returns. (laughs) You are listening to Frankly Talking here on 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 p.m. on Frankly Talking, a radio show for Texas with your host Frank Spagnoletti.